everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords Podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I will be your host and your dungeon master this evening. We pick back up on the Fractured World story. Tonight, I am joined by Jared, Sonny, Devin, and Graham. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, and then we'll talk about what happened last week. I'm Jared, and in this campaign, I play Zulroth, the sensitive, studious scholar-student. That's a lot of S's. The studious student. Spider. Fuck you guys, I'm sorry. I was trying to make a cool intro, and now I feel feel awkward. I feel like I'm... Studious Maximus over here. <laughs> yeah, dude. He didn't study words good. Is that the end of your intro? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Okay, so you stopped short? I wasn't listening to the order, and then I was like, I'm pretty sure he said Jared first, so I paused and just... Sp- I don't know. Whatever, guys. Okay, so you stopped... Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Over. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, y'all. I am Santino. I play Emmy the Tengu, who is a sensitive teacher. I didn't have another S word, so I can't really build off the momentum that Jared built up. I'm so sorry. Sensual? Sensualish? I kind of thought of him as asexual, so maybe. Asensual. Asensual. What's up? I'm Devin, and I'm playing Rhubarb, the kind of insensitive feline archer. He's uh, he's like the glue guy, you know, holds the party together pretty much. Yep. Uh, and I am Graham. I play Blair, the artist, sometimes poison man, who uh, really likes drawing and really likes corpses now. Really love drawing, really love poison. All about it. And bodies. Also dead bodies. (laughs) All right, and what happened last week? To an inn in a shod. I think we were about to split up. (laughs) Well, that's how we started. They were doing the fucking spider guys doing the music. Yeah, Zoroth put on a show for us. He was peer pressured into it. But it turned out great, so you can't complain about it. It, it um, turned out. <laughs> uh, we met some people, we followed them, we got spotted, and basically we have to get into Aldershad, and to do that we have to like do chores essentially, and Rhubarb doesn't want to do that, so he suggested just like scaling the fence and sneaking in. That's pretty much where we're at, I think. <laughs> when Zulroth did his dancing thing, it turned out to further the plot because uh, the Ungalot that was dancing was one of his childhood friends, and she gave us a list of people that we can go to to essentially do mini quests to improve our standing and get into Oldashad. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Yeah, that's pretty much the pretty much the stuff. What were the what were the choices for chores it was like kill do something in the sewers or like do something in the swamp you guys have like a whole bunch of vague information at the moment one of them is go find britannia somewhere in the forest oh yeah, yeah that was the original quest yeah we wanted to go investigate the burned out building investigate the burned out building some of your companions are starting at the library and then you heard inklings about something about the sewer and something in the sewers. I think the leader of the guards, Reese, I think is the contact for that one. 
And then after we got all of those leads, Zulroth was feeling insecure about the fact that everyone hates him, so he decided to uh, stay up all night practicing his speaking voice and drawing stuff on the walls. You're drawing on the walls of our hotel? He put paper up first. He's got, oh, like, tons okay. of murals. Well, okay, well, that's not drawing on the walls, then, I, is yeah, it? Yeah, he's not, he's not pulling a little Jimmy over here in some okay. fucking restaurant <laughs> drawing on the booths. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it sounded like. Tape, no, they're, like, <laughs> taped up to the walls, and he's, like, painting stuff. Oh. Were, were you guys not there for that? I don't know, dude. I don't care about art. I just kind of tune out whenever <laughs> art is Your going art on. supplies, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we pick back up. You all, with the exception of Zulroth, have taken the time to rest. <sighs> you wake up in the morning, and you all meet your companions downstairs, gather for some breakfast and coffee before you head out on your various uh, missions for the day. All right, where do you guys want to start? I'm going somewhere with, uh, what's his name, Derek? Yeah, you and Derek are going to go over to the the lab where the Sisterhood yeah, there members work. Makes more of that poison. How many ways can we split the party right now? Four. <laughs> it's a full split. <laughs> you, in theory, all could split different directions. I want to investigate the burned-out building. Yeah, I also wanted to investigate the burned-out building. That's where I wanted to start. We're best friends, so it makes sense that we both yeah. have the same idea. You have the necklaces to prove it. <laughs> yeah. Twins. Cool. So, Lazarus, Persephone, and Ramona are also going to be going to the burn-down building with you guys, as they mentioned last night. Zulroth, what are you doing? Uh, he's just completely, like, focused on what he's doing, and he because he has all of the walls covered up and, like, no windows, he has no idea what time it is, and he's just completely just muttering to himself in the room while working on this, this painting that he's doing. Okay, so you're just fucking off, I guess. Well, unless someone comes to get him. <laughs> wow, the resounding sound of silence <laughs> seems like nobody's gonna get Zulroth. Hey, guys, where's Zulroth, the valued <laughs> member of our party who we all love? Anybody seen him this morning? Well, if he's not here, he must be doing something important, because he wouldn't just go, like, fuck I off. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably doing something very important. Maybe we should just leave him alone. Anyone know which room he was in? I'll do a sense check to see if I hear everyone stirring. Is that is that fair? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to, sure, <laughs> go for it. I feel like now, now I kind of just want to dig my heels in, guys, because everyone's being so mean to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop metagaming. <laughs> I'm not being mean to Zul. I just have no stance or opinion on what's going on. I mean, the entire time he's just been assuming that you... Anyway, I rolled a sense and passed, so... You hear the party not talking shit about you in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I hear them... I was checking to see if I hear them get up. 
or if I'm too consumed into the stuff that I was doing. Oh, yeah, no, they're they're already up and downstairs as you were consumed with yourself, and uh, <laughs> you hear them... Uh, phrasing. Yes, exactly, phrasing. Uh, uh, yes, you hear them. you hear them downstairs. Okay. We only rented these rooms for, like, a night, right? I assume so. I believe so. Okay. Okay, I'll just go downstairs and ask them if I can... <laughs> I don't know if I should take all of this shit down off the walls, or if I should just extend no, for leave it day. up for the frickin' house cleaning. <laughs> Housekeeping throws all of it away. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll love that. I'll go down, I'll leave it up, but I want to just go to the front desk and extend for another night in that room so I can work on this again later. Okay, sure. You walk up and the manager of the inn, Billy, is behind there. Kind of a burly man. Very, very chubby. He's got a very long beard. Seems like mushrooms tie his beard together, which is very interesting. Does he have a name tag that says Billy? Yeah, totally does. Oh, hey, boss. Uh, I was wondering if I could extend (laughs) that room for another night. I have more work I need to do in there. Um, sure. You got it. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, And then I I hand him the money. I forget how much it was. Great. You hand him, I think I want to, I want to say, I think I said 10 crescents. Okay. That works. I think it was crimson, but I'm either, it doesn't matter. Oh no, you're right. It was crimson. You're right. All these fucking currencies starting with C. Me doing this to myself. Whose fucking fault is that? Only a hundred percent mine. Speaking of things that are people's fault, uh, after that long <laughs> thing that I just did for apparently no reason, I I now return to the party. Zoroth is is now with you guys. I had made a piece of toast that I no longer want, and I offer it to Zoroth. What a what a what a wonderful gesture! <laughs> you are presented oh, oh, cold hey, toast. Hey, thanks. <laughs> No, it's not cold. It's still still somewhat warm. Yeah, so, hey, uh, thanks for the toast. Oh, hey, what's up, Goo? <laughs> Is that what Goo's voice sounded like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty yes. much. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> so he takes the toast after kind of just muttering, oh, thanks. And, uh, he lifts up his mask and starts eating it. So, uh, so Blair's going to the laboratory, and me and my pal Emmy are gonna go check out the burned building. You got any plans for today, Zool? Oh, I- I'll go over to that building with you guys. <laughs> I think that could be pretty cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry about that guy. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still wor- working on the, the voice Jesus. thing, sometimes the mandibles get stuck. <laughs> you don't have to change for us. You can keep doing the other voice. Yeah. Well, I've been working on it because I know how much you guys hate it when I, I use the telepathy. Well, I hate this more. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really hate the telepathy thing. It's kind of nice because I don't have to use my mouth. Yeah, I've gotten used to it at this point, so. Okay, apologies, guys. Uh, I guess I'll just keep talking into your head. <laughs> if we ever need a situation where I, you guys don't want me to use tele- telepathy, I guess I can work on it more. It just seems like it'd be weird to start that now when you're in, like, the hometown of telepathy. <laughs> it seems like now is the, the time to really stick to your guns on it. Well, fair enough. Okay. So, I would like to go. If it wasn't clear, I intend to go with you guys. 
to to investigate the ruins. That was kind of clear. I I got that from when you said that you would like to come with us. Yep. Sorry, talking in this other voice takes too much mental power for me, I guess. Oh, <laughs> very, very interesting how that all works out. <laughs> all right, well, maybe finish your toast so we can get going. Oh, I'll just take it on the go. That's the beauty of toast, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You'll get crumbs everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, good point. We can't have that. He do just do that stupid fucking... <laughs> Anime, anime thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> is that a thing? I'm unaware. Yeah, of this. that's a thing, dude. When the main character is late for fucking magic school or whatever, they're <laughs> running down the street with a piece of toast in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't sleep last night, so yeah, he's gonna take. You know what? He's gonna get a second piece of toast and have two slices of toast to go. God damn it! We don't have time for we that. We don't have time. Yeah, no, he's bringing it with him. He's if you bring warm <laughs> toast, you might you might trigger the building, dude. It burned down on the inside. You can't just have warm toast. What if it's still flammable? That's a good point. Thank you, Graham. Zoroth puts both slices of toast in his mouth at the same time. Where'd the other piece come from? Well, he got a second one. <laughs> from where? Rhubarb had the other one, though. You're right. Rhubarb can totally just make this toast exist, but Zoroth can't. Two pieces can't. of toast is immersion breaking. I'm. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I assumed that breakfast was set out, and he just grabbed whatever was left, which apparently is just like a pile of toast, a mountain of toast that's already been toasted. The DM did not say that there was a pile of toast. Come on. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. well. Zuroth's mouth is far too dry after eating all that toast, so he's going to need to get some water. Here, have this tall glass of milk. <laughs> go go back to the forest where we were and drink from the poison pond. There's plenty of That's water a good over plan. there. All right, but yeah, Zuroth, Zuroth is, is now done with his morning preparations, and he follows you guys. <laughs> oh, tight. <laughs> so you guys head off in the same direction. Blair, you and Derek stop off. You head on in. Uh, you see Martha, the receptionist that you met yesterday. Uh, and Derek walks up. Well, is it okay if we use that open lab that you guys offered us yesterday? I hope you guys aren't using it still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you guys are brought upstairs and given a workspace to do your thing. Hey. All right. Do I get to spend another session making potions? It's not going to take you all day. It's going to take you a little bit of time, but you can essentially spend as much time during the day uh, as you want making more of that poison. Okay. Each batch takes you a half hour. That was what it was. Shouldn't it be a little quicker now if there's like a assembly line set up for it? Theoretically. I mean, the time is still based off of your stats. You still take the time. I guess. I feel like the lab should speed the process up, but... Roll me an intelligence check, then. Let's see. Let's see if your stats do do anything for us here well i was just thinking more because i was literally walking through a forest making it before and now i'm in like a sterile lab well yeah well i mean you were sitting by a fire for most of it i guess that's true uh five out of five five out of five so i'll say that you uh you make an extra batch per time slot spent oh okay sweet uh i'll do that for a bit i'm also gonna want to go to the um the art person at some point during the day too which i think derek said he was going to join for yeah he'll head over there uh so yeah i'll say that you guys are basically working until lunch yeah that works yeah cool you and derek make light conversation and get to know each other a little bit better uh if you have any questions for derek by all means feel free to ask me 
He's the one that got, uh, he got dragged into the forest by the He's vines, the most right? important of all of yeah. them. Yeah. He got, he got grabbed by the ghoulies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so what was that like? Cause that sounded kind of terrifying at the moment. Oh, it was, uh, it was not good. I'll tell you what. I couldn't really see where I was getting dragged to, but I was just getting thrown through different, like, trees and vines and stuff, and they kept, you know, scratching all up on my skin and stuff. It's pretty terrifying. Did it seem like there was a known path in place? Like, did it know where it was taking you? These plants seem kind of smart, and it's weird. Absolutely. They were definitely moving, like, bringing me somewhere that it it, it knew what it was doing, whatever it was. I saw, like, a a big body with, like, big hooves, and then, like, a large vine-like, vine-like neck, and a bunch of, like, skull-like flowers for a head when I finally got, you know, when it finally stopped. And then the creature ran away. The the plant had hooves, or there was just like a giant horse body. Yeah, in there? like the the plant had like a full on body, and it had like hooves. Wow! And here I was thinking that the plant couldn't get creepier. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. <laughs> really hope we don't have to deal with them things anymore. I mean, we're making this so we specifically do deal with it again. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, in, in that situation, you know what I mean? Oh, you'll, yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> not do that. I I have no means of defense except for this poison. I would prefer to not do that. Yeah, absolutely. That that, that was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again, you guys make light conversation and make poison throughout the day. That's a sentence. Yep. Yeah, just some light conversation and poison making. You know. What alchemists do. <laughs> Give me back my brother. <laughs> cool. So, other group, you head on up, you head through the market districts, you hear the tinking and hammering of the blacksmiths as you head through the artisan district, just people diligently working. Head on back over to the building, and you walk up, and again, this building is like completely black on the exterior of cloaked in soot and, you know, reminiscent of the fire that burned here. Some of the roof is collapsed, but mostly this building is left like a burnt-out husk. So you are still able to walk in and explore the building. In front of you, there is a large set of double doors that have been completely broken and fallen in on, and there's like a big foyer. The door, is it, it's just open, like, there's nothing stopping us from walking in. Nothing stopping you from walking in. That is correct. Okay. And there's no, like, uh, like official town guards or anyone here. No. It's just us, basically. It's just you guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, what do you think the first thing we should do is? I've never really investigated the burned-out building before. And I'm asking our followers and also you, Rhubarb. Well, just trying to look for clues. You know, maybe see if there was... An accelerant used. Yes, we should absolutely try and find where the fire started. It would probably be best, uh, the best place for us to find clues. I agree. Well, that makes sense. I'll roll, I'm gonna roll a sense. See what I can find. My sense is so high now. <laughs> and I rolled a 12, so. <laughs> <laughs> what you get, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you had to brag about it. Yeah. So. I'll describe the building a little bit more as you guys kind of start to peek inside. This first area, there is a hallway to the left and to the right. There are small little rooms, some of them smaller than the others, that line 
the hallways to your left and to your right. Instead of it being like a large open room, there are rooms in the center of the this building. Going to the left and to the right, you see seven rooms pretty close to you guys that you can investigate. Three in the center of the of the room and two to the right hallway, two to the left hallway. Well, as Zuroth has four times as many eyes as all these fucking dweebs, Zuroth's probably gonna kick ass at his sense roll. Uh, Zuroth's gonna start off with the left, as is customary with Zuroth. Sure. Uh, and now that I've bragged about my sensibilities, let's see if I can fail as well. <laughs> Shit! Seven out of four. Well, fuck. Maybe he's got that big tiefling nose. Maybe he can use it to assist. I can smell the previous fire. Oh, it smells like an old fire. <laughs> oh, it smells so oh, for some reason. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I'm going to follow you to the same, to the same, like I'll also go left. We're, we're trying to just find where it started, right? That's our first immediate goal. Yeah. To be clear, it's not obvious, right? Like, it's not like, oh yeah, everything over there is black and the rest of this is like half-assed burned out. There's literally signs that say fire over here. <laughs> All of these rooms are in various states of burning, uh, or they were they were hit in various uh, temperatures in various states. For the most part, even this part over here is still mostly completely burned out. Some of the rooms on the inside weren't completely hit, and there are things that are still not destroyed in the rooms out here. Um, looking around over here... You guys quickly kind of put together that this was probably the uh, the farthest from the fire, as this is the most... Like, intact or something? Yeah, it's surprisingly still intact. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the right, then. Okay, yeah. cool. You go to the yeah. right. It seems we went the wrong way, as is customer customary with Zulroth. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, um, okay, I guess I'll leave the sense on the, the right side. Go for it. Trying to find it? Cool. Brag about it first. <laughs> I actually passed, though, the three or four. <laughs> See? That's what happens when you don't brag about it. You all all you have to do is, at the very beginning, go, oh, I'm not good at this. And then all of a sudden, you'll be the <laughs> only one who can do it. That's the secret. So, on your journey down the right hallway, you find a large open room that looks like it was potentially used for uh, either... Uh, it. it Looks like it might have been an experiment lab. What you see in here is like a large carved out stone with some straps on the inside of it. And you see a whole bunch of other equipment in here that looks like it is completely destroyed due to fire. You did pass your sense check. As you begin to look around here, you do see a stone records cabinet in the corner of the room. That is still seemingly functioning. I'll um I'll call out to everyone else. I'll be like, "Hey, got there's a it seems to be a record cabinet. This might be a you know just a a start. It doesn't seem that the fire could really damage it. It's made of stone, it seems. Uh, and then um I kind of want to use my uh, ability to sense magic, and I just want to see like. I'm just taking a wild stab that, you know, they might have had a protection magic, assuming yeah, that any files are important. For sure. Cool. Uh, do I use, I use magic for that, right? To detect magic? Uh, detect magic is a, is a sense roll. 
Well, both would have passed because that's a two. Cool. So. so either way you look at it, it does the thing. Uh, you begin to look around the room. Uh, the only magical sense that you get comes from the, the hollowed out stone. It seems as though they potentially ran experiments there or pumped magic into that stone to keep people inside of it. Not very sure as to what exactly took place there, but you get a very negative sense coming from the center of the room. As far as detecting the magic on the rest of the room, comes up blank. Seems like that record cabinet is probably fine. Okay. Uh, I would relay all that information to you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have all walked in, but assuming you have, uh, once once everyone's there, I would wait for Zorop that. Zorop is standing literally right behind you. Beautiful. Then I will open the cabinet and look for anything useful. I have a lot of experience with filing cabinets from the school. I, would you like me to take a stab at it? You also have more hands and you have so many more eyes. You'd probably be so much better at noticing things than I would be. I only have two hands, but yes, I have a lot of legs. Oh, sorry. I I guess I failed to notice the difference. Let me run my several eyes over it. I don't know what I'm looking for here, but I'm looking for something about things being trapped in this rock thing. Maybe start with that, or even maybe the date or something. Uh, Zuroth listens to him and kind of nods his head, and I, I pass my sense check. So bragging? Totally cool, guys. Oh, okay. It must be the brag. It's gotta be the bragging. Cool. Yeah, it's so fitting for Zulrat's character. You guys begin to search through the different logs that are kept in here. You you find tons of different logs on one patient. It seems that the records in this cabinet in the two drawers for it all pertain to doing experiments specifically in this room and specifically on one person. The dates are kept sequentially. So as you're beginning to go through the notes, essentially, to give you kind of the, the long story short of it, they were injecting people with various poisons and various known cases of thrall or something that could spread thrall from the swamp, and they were testing different drugs inside of the crystals uh, as they were medically preparing them to see what would work. Eventually, you find that the man who was kept in here a man named Ivrix Kuvreb. He was not cured of thrall, but he was put in a sedative state. He was put in a medical coma. Was that the last, like, chronologically, was that the last thing here? Yes. What was his name Ivrix? Ivrix. Uh, I-V-R-E-X. He's a 20-year-old Ungoloth. Does it say anything about, like, whether this was a voluntary type thing, or are they just, like... Are these scientists just taking people and just in- injecting them with thrall? Uh, it seemed as though this was this was voluntary. It seems as though a lot of people that they were doing experiments on uh, either worked here and volunteered, or they lived in town and volunteered. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, oh, these people just needed some money, so they, they paid them for it and just gave them <laughs> well, thrall. <laughs> I'm kind of saying that. <laughs> uh... Ivrix isn't from Oldershot, is he? Uh, you don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. But I don't know from my own memory. You don't know this person at all. Because I also am 20 years old, so, okay. This person is the exact same age as you. If they were here, uh, maybe you would have met them as a child. But, I mean, there were plenty of families here. They'd, 
there's a chance you didn't meet this person. I, I thought it was worthwhile to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Cool. And that is what you guys find in this room. <sighs> so, uh, what do you guys think? Are you thinking that this Ivrix person must have escaped this thing and caused the fire, or? I'm gonna. Maybe. Oh, sorry. Like, while you're talking, like, I'm gonna, like, thousand yards stare past you and then kind of to rhubarb say, now, my friend, when he passed, he kind of gained a bunch of fire abilities that he didn't have before. You don't think that maybe he kind of, this kind of lost, you know? That's true. It's very possible that the the thrall could have manifested itself in such a way that caused this the fire that burned this building. Um, quick question, danger. Like, uh, do at, would I have experience or any of us? I guess. Like, does thrall manifest in uh, like other damage types? Like, is fire the the thing that you see of thrall mostly? It's a general blanket term, so it it does apply to kind of a lot of different situations. So, Thrall can manifest itself elementally, Thrall can manifest itself animalistically, uh, it can also just manifest itself like a, like a traditional disease would, like, like a cancer would, how that would spread throughout the body. Okay. I don't know if that's, that's helpful or if that answers kind of so what you're looking for. it's basically a synonym for sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that is helpful, because now I won't get so one-track minded that it was definitely exactly what I just pitched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could helpful. be. It what could if it be. Was? It could be, but there's no, there's nothing here to put you down that that path. There's nothing in here that leads you to believe that the accelerant comes from this room. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, and um, Ivrix, though. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. That's okay. Um, then, I so I assume all those people would have been held somewhere. There isn't like a. This doesn't look like a triage or like a holding cell type area, right? There are definitely in in the stone there are different different mechanisms. You guys take a moment and Lazarus actually comes up and he finds a switch on it and it does actually like move down and turn kind of like into a bed. So basically this stone can be moved horizontally and vertically is what I'm trying to get at. So in theory they could sleep in here. And there's stuff to lead you to believe that they were kept on these stone slabs, these like hollowed out slabs or cells. Um, once he finds that, do we have like assuming that we can like push it around or move it however it's supposed to move? Can it leave this room or is it always like is it kind of stuck in this room? It is attached, uh, so it's definitely attached to the base of it. Okay, you could try and break it and take the stone out of the room. No, I, I wanted to know more like. Like when this place was functional, were these beds able to move out of the room? It, yeah. That, that, okay. Hmm. Sorry. It, it might have seemed like I was on like some hot trail, but I was just asking the question. I was just asking that. No, it's all, it, it's all good. <laughs> hey guys, should we look around more of this medical center to get an idea for what it, for how maybe it functioned? Yeah, I think we should keep investigating, see what else we can learn. Are there any yeah. like papers that stood out to me from that file that I could take with us? to reference later uh, i mean there's there's a general anatomy chart uh and like different uh different sketches done by the doctor of this this like man's body and the thrall that they put into them that's How probably the, the sketch, most though? interesting information like a file 
like his yeah. file. Let's take yeah, it. Yeah, so I take Ivrix's sure. file, but I do want to take a moment to analyze the sketch and how good is this is this scientist at sketching? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's printed. <laughs> On what printer? I mean, like it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good drawing. Okay, I I put that page on the top. I'm gonna I'm gonna examine their uh, techniques later. Tight. Does this world not have a printing press invented yet? Uh, it does not. It does not have a printing press. I'm gonna get so rich. <laughs> Just learn magic. I am inventing the printing press right now, dude. That's <laughs> this is where the campaign takes a turn, and we become like a business moguls. <laughs> They're done with adventures. <laughs> you guys have never heard my full name. It's uh, Rhubarb Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, anyway, we start kind of going to a different part. Yeah, so this was the the first door on the left-hand side of the right hallway. There is two more doors to your right-hand side, and then the hallway takes like a hard L deeper into the building. I mean, we should probably just go sequentially, right? So that we don't get lost or confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And before you guys get lost and confused. And dazed. Yeah, and dazed. And also dazed. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. But what if you guys get confused? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. I figured uh, one of you guys would lead the charge, because you guys are doing uh, numerically better than I am. So, you just go to the the door uh, across the Uh hallway. Uh, you walk in, small supply supply closet, nothing has survived. Ah, shit, I was just thinking that I would like some supplies. Damn <sighs> shame. Nothing survived. Okay, on to the next one. The next room is a room that is full of beds. The beds are completely burnt to the point where it's just, like, the, like, metal frames that remain. But it was very clearly that this room was held to, was holding patients. Or people who were being experimented on, or potentially even workers. Maybe they had to sleep here. You're unsure. Mm. Um, can I? Can we roll again, or is that all? The yeah, no. If you guys want to make sense yeah. checks and luck checks okay. for me, go for it. Yeah, by all means. Okay, this sense check I did pass. Cool. Azuroth uh, failed. Are there any weird smells? Your senses are a little bit clouded when you, like, come into these rooms. You just smell fire and ash. Yeah, like, you smell, like, brimstone every time that you're fucking coming into these rooms. However... Brimstone? So, like, a sulfury fire? It is a sulfury fire, yes. Interesting. However, this time around, when you come into this room, you smell something sweet, and you follow your nose into the corner of the (gasps) room. Well... If I've learned anything from watching Forensic Files, it's that accelerants smell sweet, so. There is a pink flower petal in the corner of the room. Mm, okay. <laughs> the smell matches up. You pick it up. It smells uh, vaguely rose-like, but it doesn't have the shape of a rose. But you, my friend, can go ahead and make an intelligence check on it. In fact, everybody can if you show okay. it to the party. I show it to the party. I found this, guys. Ooh, I passed two of three. So, Rhubarb, you remember, uh, as you guys were walking through the forest, 
Uh, you remember going up into that clearing on the other side of those mushrooms and looking uh-huh. further into the forest. Uh-huh. Uh, in between all of the trees, looking into that grove, this flower petal distinctly reminds you of the flowers growing off of one of those trees. You remember it because when light hits it, you kind of like move it around to show it off to everybody. The yeah. base color of the flower is like the almost this like pinkish magenta color, but when light hits it, it it reflects almost like a turquoise turquoise ish blue. It's not the it's not the one that screamed in our mind. It is not the one that screamed in your mind. Yeah. Okay, mm, guys, I found this this flower over here. I remember seeing it in the woods during our journey as well. It was beyond the mushroom patch, if you remember that. Uh, Zorath looks over. Oh, that thing. Is yep. that the one that you tried cutting? <laughs> no, it's different. That was like purple. This is pink. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, I'm a bit. I'm a bit uh tired. Sorry, I don't recognize this. What? Sorry, maybe I. And I, I obviously I heard everything that was just said, but uh, my character has no idea about your history. I don't know what it is either. I just know that I've seen it before. <laughs> but Zorath, as the genius he is, might know what it is. Yeah, Zorath, you're from around here. What is this? And why is it growing in this burnt out building? I rolled an intelligence. I get two because scholar, and I passed one. Cool. You know that these come from a tree called the Uvan tree, specific to the swamps, uh, or, or the blight marshes themselves, rather. You know that they come in many different colors, but you're not entirely sure of what it would be doing here. You don't know much about this. Well, I can't say why this is here, but I can tell you that they come from the Uvan tree. So you would say it's out of place here. Yes, absolutely. I wonder if it was brought here. Is that what you were getting at? I wasn't really getting at anything. I'm just trying to figure out if it has any relevance. Sorry, I don't know this Uvan tree. Is that like one of the trees that we passed, or is it like far away? Danger, do I... Did we walk by any of these particular tree? Uh... Yes, they're a rare tree within the forest, but you did, you all saw some inside of the uh, forest at one point or another. Yes, you remember that one point uh, when we were walking down that path and we were on the left path, but not the full left path, the one that's slightly right to the other one. And we walked by that, that tree that was very brown with the kind of gangly, gangly branches. The one right after that, that was an Uvan tree. Mm, I don't remember. I might have been guarding the path, but you know, I trust you. I hadn't really slept at that point, so I was kind of doing bad. Okay, so it's not impossible that this could have been brought here then from somebody, right? Do I, do, does Zuroth know anything about like the meaning of this flower thing? Does it have like some sort of like, is it something you'd put on graves? Is it like, so you actually, you remember specifically as a child, that the Uvan trees actually used to also grow in Oldashad. So not only did you see them in the marshes, but you did see a couple of them growing within Oldashad itself back in the day. On top of that, you know that the flame symbol on the second door, the one that you investigated and couldn't get past, the one that said Ashad didn't accept you, it has the same colors as the petals of this flower. 
Uh, so real quick. So this was just like laying on the ground. It wasn't growing. It wasn't growing. There was okay. a single petal left as well. Oh, shoot. Only one petal left. Okay. Huh. So it's been there for a, a hot minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I know that some of these grow in older shots, so I suspect maybe uh, someone from there may have brought this here as some kind of symbol. Oh. I, I don't know. The color does match that of the, the gate that we were denied at. Maybe it's our ticket into Oldershot. Oh, can we transport it without losing that final pedal, though? There's only one there. I mean, you're holding just a single pedal. You guys are good. There's no stock. It's just There's no pedal. stock. It's just a pedal. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't wait to just go to the gate and be like, all right, I brought you this pedal. Let it be in now. <laughs> I know this was what you wanted the whole time. <laughs> You still haven't called it boss, so for all you know, that's all it wants. Fuck! I keep forgetting to do that, boss. You, you literally <laughs> haven't forgotten to do that to anybody yet. <laughs> since it came up. Outside of the, the gate. I meant to do it to the uh, front desk worker earlier, and I forgot. You did do it to the you front did. desk worker. You did. You literally worker. called him boss. Uh -oh. You did forget that you did it, though. <laughs> Kudos old me. A plus 55 minutes ago, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> F current Jared. Eh. Simpler times. Simpler times they were. Yeah, the, the hour ago. Much simpler yeah. times. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm role-playing tired Zool. <laughs> so, you guys don't manage to find anything else of interest inside of this room. There was at least one more room, right? Like, I'm not crazy. Uh, there are a shit ton of rooms in this okay. in this rectangular hallway. Perfect. Onward! To to try to save us some, now I'm using knowledge that I have in the real world that I'm not necessarily saying my character has, but uh, I want to look for rooms that don't have doors, because uh, I know that fires spread faster if there's no door or if the door's open. So I'm going to look for a room that has that kind of situation going on. Okay. The room literally next to you guys is another one of those uh, large rooms with those big stones in them. Uh, no doors on them at this point. The doors seem to have completely burned off the hinges, uh, and they look like whatever little bit of wood you f find, it looks like these rooms were open. And you find two of those stones in here. Okay, so, uh, talking square footage, is this, like, maybe, like, 20 feet by, like, 30, these rooms? It's a little bit bigger than that. It's but It would be, like, a comfortable one-bedroom size room. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one that you walk into, gotcha. this second one, is actually double the size, because it looks like they had two patients in here at once. But besides that, all of the other, well, the other one you saw was about half the size. So, like, good for one person, the bigger ones are good for two people. Okay. So this would be, like, um, a normal hospital room, basically. Like, in the, like yeah. in the real world. Okay. Exactly. Ah, okay. Um, I don't know if you guys want to keep looking in these rooms. There might be... Uh, now that we kind of understand that it's a little bit experimental, there might have been like a, um, what's it called? A operating room? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but you know the one. Isn't it the operating room? I, I don't know, because I can't remember what it's called, but it has a name and, uh, someone come up with it. The OR? <laughs> the OR. Operating room? <laughs> a theater? Or a Thank you. Yeah, theater. 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 Oh! I got Sorry. you. Something to that effect. I mean, it also might be in one of these rooms, just saying. 
it seems as though all these rooms are relatively similar. So unless there's some sort of outstanding burn or something, we might be able to walk past most of them. Can we do like a sweeping sense for it and kind of just see if they all look kind of samey as we go through? Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you guys all collectively just want to make me a, a quick sense check to just basically sweep the floor real quick. Sure. Yeah, I'm just going to use one eye to look at each room. Pass with a nat one. Boom. I Blackjack. Failed. You guys glance by the next room, see it's another one of those big patient rooms. You walk down the hallway, and at the end of the room, you see broken glass and a small closed-off room with a couple more of those, like, stone record-keeping bureaus, and it looks like this is a small reception area. You double back around, and you see a row of supply closets that are completely burnt out, and then another set of double doors that would lead you further into the facility. And that basically covers the remainder of the hallway that you guys followed. So if we were to go look down that hallway, does it is, does it kind of look like... Not the same, but, like, the same, like, a shitload of rooms on either side. Yeah, it it looks identical. So it looks like if you were to walk down the other side, you would find another set of records. You would find probably more of those hospital rooms, more supply closets, more beds, stuff like that. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, I suppose we're going to kind of do the same thing. Oh, you guys can speak up and stop me if I'm wrong. I assume we want to do the same thing, like a, a sweep of all the rooms to see if any of an outstanding amount of damage to make us believe that it is the room it originated? Unless one of you guys has something different going on? My understanding was that the room this originated from was likely... Was it not the second room we went into with the big stone thing? No, the fire did not originate there. Oh, okay, no, we gotta keep looking. Yeah, exactly. Onward, make sure not to step (laughs) on broken glass. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll be sure to do that, but my shoes actually do a pretty good job of making that not a big issue. Well, am I wearing shoes, Danger? Do spiders have shoes? Uh, I don't think you're wearing shoes. You don't really have feet like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Zorot's going to be very uh, cautious around this glass. It, does he have enough of, like, a spider wingspan to, like, walk on the walls over it? I mean, yeah, you're good. Like, one one leg on each side? You also have tiny little points for your for for like you for your toe tips, I guess technically. To tips, you can get around the glass pretty easily. Okay, good. I don't want to be walking. I'm walking. I'm broken glass. That's a fail on my end for the old sense check. Uh, also fail from Zura. Pass. Oh boy. So yeah, Devin, same deal. You walk down. You see another records room. You see another supply closet and another room full of burnt beds. Uh, you find to finish your sweep back around to the front where you guys walked in, you see three more rooms where they kept experiments. Three more single rooms. And that's basically like the, when you walked in, that would be you guys taking the left. So you have fully done this, the entirety of this room. And we didn't notice anything of import or that the fire was started here. No, it it seems okay. like more of the same. So, like, if you want to look at more files for different patients and people that were kept here, that would be information that you could still yes. find and keep. Let's do that. That is the only thing 
really here? Oh, there's nothing really here except some more file cabinets. You want to go through? Uh, yes, let's take a gander. You guys don't think that might be a bit of, like, shouldn't we find where it started and then work backwards? You guys could totally overrule me, by the way. Well, I'm just saying we're, we're here. I was just thinking, yeah, one thing at a time, right? Got to go sequentially through this this building. We're not we're not going to want to have to go through all of these file cabinets on the way out. That'll be the real buzzkill. <laughs> well, we might not need to. <laughs> I'm just it, it was more of a, you know, we might get to one bedroom or whatever, and it'll be like, oh, it definitely started here. Let's look for this filing cabinet. <laughs> we only need to know about this one person and their nurse, etc. You do present a pretty uh, compelling argument. It's an all right argument. Thank you, thank you, Blair. Thank you. I'm not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I kiss my fingers and hold them in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just privy to the conversation telepathically, even though I have no interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> That's how it is sometimes. I mean, if you guys want to look here, we can. I'm just, you know, I was just saying we could potentially save a time. That's all. But what if there's something useful in here? I'm going to reach into the file cabinet. I'm going to look at the most recent dates, and I'm just going to pull out the file cabinet that's most recent and kind of read it as I walk following them. Why not do both? As you pull a file and begin to to look upon it, you discover a file for someone that you know. Imagine that, Emmy. <laughs> oh, I, I know this person. Okay, I don't, I don't know why that's my fault that you knew people, but I I grew up without knowing anybody, so I'm sorry that I didn't have a childhood. I'm so sorry. The most recent file says that the thrall was cured from this individual. They injected him with uh, poisons from the swamp. The thrall had taken his entire right side, and the drug cured him. But similar to the last file you looked at, the result of the drug also put them in a medically induced coma upon taking it. Oh. And it would seem that this file belongs to Grandpa Zog. Oh shit, this is my grandpa! Fuck! <laughs> huh? Whoa. Your, gr your grandpa? Yeah, my grandpa Zog. I didn't even know he was... He's alive, or... Uh, well, apparently he was put in a vegetative state, so I'm guessing he probably burned to death. Shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, I know what happened. Can I, can I try to solve the puzzle? Oh, yeah. What do you got? You know those memes where people are like, when you see a spider in the house that's huge, you gotta burn it down? <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Huh. Well, he always used to say, bibbidi-bobbidi, nothing can stop me, but I, I don't think that that's the case. He had all of these funny, old-timey sayings. Uh, seems like fire stopped him pretty well. Yes, uh, it seems so. Zoroth, are you actually making jokes at the expense of your grandfather's no, death? I'm not, he actually used to say that. It's translated from old Ashad. It sounds kind of funny. Wait, hold on. What's the, what part was translated? Because what I heard wasn't a translation. <laughs> bibbidi bobbidi nothing could stop me that's what he used to say so bibbidi bobbidi is a, is that a direct translation or does that have uh, a meaning i think so <laughs> i think so yes i don't know for for the record i have a whole list of stupid 
sounding sayings that things that he used to say. So <laughs> I, I, I've been <laughs> I've been writing them down when I think of them. They're dumb. I'm looking through Grandpa Zog's file though. He he picked up the how long ago was this? The last file date was put in there. It was a couple days before the fire. So the fire happened about six months ago. Okay. And for the record, Grandpa Zog stayed behind in a shot and didn't go with my family. He did not go with your family. Okay, okay. I'm going to read this more as we go, but I, I think he's probably dead. I think at this point you've kind of earned it. You can stop and read. Like, that's... <laughs> like no no offense to everyone on a mission, but like come on, that's family, man. That's, no, that's there's no time. Yeah, I was very close with my grandpa Zog when I was quite young, but uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna kind of like take a take a more thorough look at the, his file here. So basically, what I know right now is that he w- did he contract thrall willingly for this, or did he just pick it up somehow and they were treating him? Uh, willingly. He volunteered for this. Fill me full of your poison, Satan. Yeah, fill me full of your poison. And then they cured it, but then he fell into a vegetative state. Yeah, so, the, the drugs were too powerful, and they were like, you just have to stop being fully alive, so here you go. <laughs> Been there, am I right, guys? Uh, <laughs> every damn day. What I can what I can tell from these files, it seems like these, uh, uh, scientists were willingly injecting themselves with thrall, and then they would try to cure it, but the medication was too powerful, and they fell into a coma. So, it seems like my grandpa Zog was one of these people, much like Evrex, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What? He's talking about the last guy that we talked to, well, rather oh. of. Yeah, Ivrex was actually, Ivrex was a worker, and he was kind of forced into it. Uh. Ivrex, apologies. No, that's okay. Sometimes when you just read the word, you never get to, like, hear the pronunciation. Yes, I- indeed. So, uh, how are you feeling? Um, I don't mean to sound kind of awkward about it, but, like, you don't seem that phased, and that's concerning in a different way. Uh, I'm incredibly sad right now. It's just that my mind speak voice doesn't really oh, change much. Hey, this is the perfect opportunity to use your new voice. I'm kind of tired right now. I, I don't <laughs> want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you want to? Do, do you want like a long time? Like me and Rhubarb and the rest of us, we can finish it if you want to take a moment. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll just be back here. Don't mind me. I'll follow. I'll follow you guys. Just yeah, do your okay. thing. I, I'm not even here right now. <laughs> Perfect. Like my grandpa Zog used to say, "Legulio Bagoho." It never hurts to be thorough. Um, Rubar, what part of that was translated? Because I couldn't <laughs> fucking understand it. I don't know. Is his grandpa dead or not? <laughs> You'll have to find out. Tune in next week. <laughs> well, my grandpa was put into a coma from the cure to the thrall, and then this place burned down. So unless someone took out all of the vegetated bodies, uh, I'm guessing that he burned to death. I just hope that he wasn't conscious and feeling it all, but unable to move, because that would be very sad. <laughs> well, we'll cut to Blair real quick as you guys Give Zul a moment and continue on. Yeah, you spend the better portion of your morning, Blair, making some potions. 
with Derek. Shut the shit. And you guys were planning on going over to the, well, the shop that you think that you could potentially sell art at. The one that seems like the best lead, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You head on over. Uh, on the way, I, uh, asked Derek if he thinks any of them I should hang on to. Like my, my flip book of cool drawings. I'm gonna be honest. I think that you should get rid of all of those things. They are slightly terrifying. They're really well made, but. What? One of them is literally just a cup of coffee. I mean. And rhubarb as a cheese wheel. <laughs> One of them is a cat cheese wheel. I did forget about the cat cheese wheel. Yeah, that's really terrifying. An adorable cat cheese hybrid. I mean, thinking about rhubarb and that cheese like that is, it's not for me. I thought I saw something in that coffee there. It swirls <laughs> okay, inside I've of never, my mind. Remind me never to watch a horror movie with you. You got it. Like the one that... <laughs> you don't think I should hang on to the one that I painted with the blood of the animal that I drew? <laughs> Again, please get rid of it. <laughs> it would be so much better for me. No, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to get... I, I also want to get rid of these. Uh, yeah, all right. Head to the shop and... I guess don't hang on to any of them, because they're all terrifying, even the cute ones. <laughs> even the cute ones. The fucking cat wheel gif is just too much for some people. Dude, Derek is a fucking legend, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Derek, man. What does Derek look like again? Big ol' Yoten man. Real gruff-looking dude. He's got stone-like skin. He looks exactly like the kind of person that would be afraid of cheese. Yeah, I, I have in my notes that he's the Jotun guy who got pwned by the vines. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all you got to know about Derek. He's a fucking, he's the fucking legend. Seriously, dude, dude, Derek is fucking legendary, man. Yeah, dude, he didn't die to those fucking vines. Yeah, yeah, because of a certain pair of people. That's true. Yeah, and someone's sick poisons. That's also true. That was one of the two people I was talking about. Me. I thought it was the end piece. I thought it was Cyan. It was like, fuck you guys. I'm gonna save, I'm gonna save you guys. How did you, for how did you forget my whole, I had a whole thing about not leaving Tarek behind. How did, <laughs> how did you forget this? Those are the two people I was talking about, you and me. No, I know, I know you, Graham. I know you and I were on the same page. I knew this. She did also help, but <laughs> that is besides the point. Oh, I wasn't talking my, about her. My notes say, Badass mage warrior lady who saved everyone's asses from the vine monster. Cool. So, Graham, you walk over past the inn. Yeah. There's, like, this very large octagonal tower-like building uh -huh. next to the crossroads inn where you and your companions are staying. Like, vertically octagonal? Like a tower? Or... It is a, it is a tower. It is, it is an octagonal-shaped tower that gets smaller as it goes up. So, like, there are different levels with, like, slanted roofs to them. That's a department store, got it. It's a very, very weird kind of jaunty tower, especially towards the top of it. And the outside of it, it is covered in gold discs that are covered in different magic circles, and there's a big purple door with glass on it, and you walk in and you're in this, like, very tight-knit, eclectic maid shop. All right. Ma magic home port. Yeah. 
kind of. <laughs> you walk in and you hear coming from further inside of like these rows of shelves that you can barely see through. Oh, is is someone there? Uh, yeah. Dude, I just kind of like shout back. Uh, yeah. Uh, hello. Yes, hello. Further, further in here, sir. Is that, does it sound like it's on the same floor? Yeah, it's definitely on the same floor. Okay. It's just further inside. Look over at Derek and kind of just shrug. I guess let's go further back. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do my best. It's really tight in here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit in here without breaking anything. Uh, you can wait at the entrance if you want. I don't know how long it'll be though. All right. That's fine. I'll wait at the entrance. <laughs> Good luck selling your paintings. I don't want to break it and then have to buy it, you know. Uh, understandable. Uh, I will try and be as quick as I can. You got it. Uh, all right. I head further in. So you head all the way in and you see this, uh, fancy looking man. He's got a eggshell white, almost kind of creamy colored, like wizard hat. And he's got an open vest and he's got a necklace made of those same, like golden discs. And he's wearing these large, like bright lime green sunglasses. And he has oh, like a collar of like furs on him. And he kind of like cocks his head. Rulon hasn't seen you before. Uh, it sure hasn't. Uh, I'm in with a bunch of traveling companions, and I've been trying to find a place to sell paintings that I made for, like, what seems like an eternity. And I was directed here at the lab last night. Oh, yeah, show me what you got. Uh, I flop my, my giant canvas down on the desk. Uh, you flop it down and he picks up a, a, a cup of tea and he starts sipping it as you start to unload your, uh, unload your wares to him <sighs> one so to start this can you go ahead and make me a charisma check to kind of sell him uh your stuff i sure can big time fail that's a big six. time fail i guess it's an adequate fail it's a six out of three i thought it was a nine at first well it could be worse could be way better cool but yeah what do you what do you say to him as you're just showing him your your wares your paintings I've been drawing for a long time, and I've ha I got a couple spikes in popularity years ago, and now I honestly have no idea what I'm doing, and I have no idea if any of these are worth a damn, or good in any way, shape, or form. I was hoping to get a keener eye on it. You're really selling yourself there. I failed to set the check. <laughs> I know, it's just funny. He begins to kind of, like, look around your stuff. Do you put, uh, you, do you still have that drawing in there that, uh, the magical one from the fight with those weird creatures that kidnapped your companions? The one that turned, like, entirely blood red? Uh, yes. Okay. Is that in there? Um, I think I put it separately. Like, I tore that one out, but I think I still have it. I wasn't sure if that was in the wares that you're trying to sell or, like, the paintings you're trying to sell. I, I have them all listed. The uh, creepy human monster hybrid thing, parentheses, magical, also parentheses, blood of creature used, third set of parentheses, stored separately, uh, and then rhubarb as cheese wheel, magical, drawing of rocks and mushrooms, non-magic, I don't remember that one, sketch of coffee, non-magic, painting of clouds, magical, uh, dogs in cages, non-magic, rhubarb cutting vines, magical, lighting vines on fire, non-magic, 
Wait, I think I got rid of that one. Happy Horsey Barn Drawing Magical? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the one I gave as a gift. You gave that one to Homer? <laughs> yeah. I don't have that one. You definitely don't have that one. And then Police Sketch of Tengu with Large Sword, also magical. So he takes the one, the magical one, and he goes, These are rather good. Um, I don't know if there's much of a, a, a market for this kind of stuff, especially here. I mean, if you're looking to get some coin for the lot, um, I could give you, uh, I, I could give you 50 crimson for the lot. Uh, which one's crimson? One crescent. Do you know anywhere that it would be worth bringing to? I'm not in a terrible rush to get rid of them, but um, the sooner I see if I'm on the right path and I need these drugs, the the more I can hone in on the good stuff. Yes, uh, un- unfortunately, I don't think that here is really your market. I would say probably bring it to bring it to any major city. Maybe try Verleone. There are different uh, there are different places there. Probably be the closest. From what I've heard, Blishire is looking for people in the arts and people to trade with. You could always try Innsbury. There's a large arts community there. Oh yeah, that one I'm very familiar with. But I mean, if you're looking for something in the meantime, I I could always use the likes of a good uh, a, a good steady hand as yours. I could pay you for some some work if you copy down some symbols and paint them for me. So you could absolutely do a better job than I <sighs> I could. Yeah, sure, why not? That's a little easier. Wonderful. You mentioned you and yours are outsiders. Uh-huh. Why would you come here? Uh, one of the group members hails from here. Oh. Uh, we are on I a- can't imagine that anyone would ever want to come back here if they've left. He didn't seem that excited about it, but yeah. Well, uh... I suppose if you're here and free, if you want to come back in a little bit, I'll have I'll I'll have some assignments for you, and I can trade you in, in coin for them. Sure, yeah, that works for me. Wonderful. I leave one of the uh, one of the drawings just to ease Derek's mind a little bit. I leave the uh, the coffee one that he was eyeing weirdly. <laughs> Tight. I just hang that up somewhere. It's whatever. Well. You give me a couple hours to sort my to sort myself out. I'll be with you in the early evening if that works for you. Works for me. I will see you then. And if you need anything in the meantime, teas, cards, fortune readings, uh spells, spell books, stuff like that, please come please come to me. Sure, I could see that being useful, if not for me, for some of my peers. Wondrous. Alright, yeah. And he kinda nods at you as as you take your leave. Then I collect Derek, and we can we can go somewhere now. And then you and Derek uh, leave. Yeah, what do you and Derek want to do now? All right. Well, that was the that was the main thing I need to do. You have anything else you need to do, Derek? No, I mean we got everything kind of a uh, kind of brewing for now, so it's not really much that I needed to do. Could always just kind of walk around and get used to the town for the time being. It's somewhere neither of us neither of us have been before. Oh yeah, that checks out. We didn't really get a good look at it last night. Cool. So I'll say that you and Derek, uh, go ahead and begin to get used to the town. Tear up the town. <laughs> and walk around and start to get kind of acquainted with yourselves or acquainted with the area. Cool. Yeah. So cutting back to the other group, you guys 
give Zul a minute to collect his feelings, reading about his grandfather's potential death, or at least medical coma, and you guys begin to head further into the laboratory. So for those of you who walk through the double doors into the next area, you see large stone pillars, and you see three or four floors, and there are these, like, large hanging racks. Like, these large black hooks hang off of these racks. There are stairs on the left and the right. Uh, you can head up to the different floors. Uh, you guys can take a look around. Yeah, I'm going to follow you guys in. So it would be Rhubarb, uh, Emmy, Laz, Persephone, and Ramona are all in here at the moment. No Zool, huh? You guys are giving Zool a moment. Oh, okay. But he'll follow in behind. All right. Uh, I'm going to walk in and uh, fail a sense check. Um, so uh, not not notice anything specific, but really take in the whole room. I passed my sense check. Cool. Did you say there are four stories here? Yeah. It really opens up when you get in here. Okay. Zorot's still reading the file, so I'll just kind of, like, be behind you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Devin, so you actually, you quickly run up to the second floor. Uh, you find that, uh, there's still, as you come up to it, you kind of, like, take this, like, husk off of one of the racks, off of one of the hooks. And it looks like they were preparing large bushels of those flowers that they had strewn together here, and you also see remnants of different, um, burnt up mushrooms that were in here as well. Seemed as though this was potentially storage and preparation of the the materials required for them to make their medicines. Uh, this is some sort of material storeroom. Yeah, like, uh, all of you look up and down, and you see work tables, you see different pathways, you see, more, like, tons of these racks with the hooks on them that can move, um, but that is about all you find in this large room. Alright, so nothing really... No, nothing really in this room. Eh, it's just a material storeroom. It's not really anything in here. Let's move on to the next one. Following you. As we go upstairs, are we finding that, like, what's the, like, the rubble situation going on here? Well, I guess that's not the right word. Like, fire damage-wise, like, did the fire start at the bottom floor and rise up, or... You all noticed that the fire started on one of the lower floors. It doesn't look like the fire originated in this room. It looks like it was carried and accelerated in this room, however. This room still gives you a faint registry of heat. Like, it still feels warm in here from when this happened. But it definitely looks as though everything started on the bottom floor and rose to the top floor. Well, that sucks, but I'm still going to follow into the next room. So, there are two options. So when you get back down to the first floor and you begin to look around, there is a pathway that leads out of the right-hand side of this room, or the far end of the room. There's a set of double doors that leads further. So there's two options. And the double doors, there's no, like, scorching or, like, they're still intact. Uh, the double doors on the right-hand side are intact. The double doors on the far end are not. Um, I would move us to go towards where there's none. So right or far end double doors? The uh, far end. Okay. That's probably 
good idea. I mean, that's if you think about it, it's closer to left, so you're probably more comfortable going that way. That is true. Zoroth is like looking for personal notes in this file here, like anything about his grandpa. Bibbity boppity, leave everything I got to Zorothity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zog had eight eyes. Oh my god, he did have eight eyes. Huh, that's so personal. <laughs> it's like his f- physical description of his, you know, the the colors of his hairs, and he's just like, that's exactly what he looked like. And he's just sitting in the back, just reading this file, the first page, with just basic information. As he as he trails behind you guys. You guys, you are you, are you guys down to go down the open door yeah. hallway? Okay. Um, I think I think yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Tight. Double doors. You head through the double doors, and in this room, it's a little bit hard for you guys to kind of traverse instantaneously, even without sense checks. As you guys walk into this room, this is probably where the fire originated. There were metal rings that made up the different floors in here. The two lower rings are broken so you guys would need to climb or jump down or fly down in emmy's case and there are three floors that lead up this is a big cylindrical domed room and it's bigger than the last room that it connects to it goes up probably about five floors goes down three underneath where you are now there are petrified mushrooms that look like they have still survived the uh the fire in here that are hollowed out that you see that line these floors in the center of the floor there is a huge metal cylindrical tube that goes from the bottom floor all the way to the top floor with multiple different extensions leading off of it going through the ceiling and there are also these like pizza slice shaped um metal containers on each of the floors that you can see. So it kind of looks like there's an elevator in the middle and then multiple levels, three going up, two going down. It's definitely not an elevator in the center. Uh there are stairs that go up and down until you get to the point where the floors are broken in and you would have to either jump or agility check your way down or fly down to get to the bottom floor. Can you walk on the walls? You could walk on the wall. Yeah. Have two solutions. Oh, oh god. I was going to say I was just going to do like a magic check uh real quick before we commit to a floor, but unless you had something else. No, we should follow you cuz I'm I'm reading this file intently. Okay. Uh yeah, I want to I want to see what I can see for magic. Yeah, go for it. Detect magic. That's a fail. That's an 11. Bummer. Okay. All right. So I I assume I can't tell if the fire was magically started or if it was a uh, you know mundanely started you definitely get an intense reading of magic inside of this room again that does come from the cylindrical device in the center okay yeah okay yeah i i would i would point that out to you i like I, I can't get the real good read on the magic in here but uh, there's a very powerful read coming from the cylindrical device in the center oh okay i i have an idea here uh, just bear with me for a second. Um, and he kind of like sits down all of his, uh, spider legs, kind of like a horse or something. Um, and he pulls out like a little vial, uh, that has, uh, the black sky eye in it. I'm gonna 
spend oh, okay. one magic so that I can kind of scout this area better without putting us at risk. Um, but basically what you guys see is, I believe it's like a, a milky white kind of eye that he pulls out of this vial. And then uh, it he closes his eyes and it starts moving. So this guy literally has, this guy has more eyes than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He's got so many eyes. That's why his sense is so good. How, how many more eyes does this guy have? How many more does he need? <laughs> Give- <laughs> So basically, he pulls out this, like, this eyeball that's, like, this really uh, unsettling milky white color, all black pupil, with a bright purple magic circle that appears in the center of it that begins to glow as Zulroth begins to channel his own magical force through the thing, and then it starts to move and float around him at at his will. Uh, so I'm going to try to kind of investigate the area that he was describing um, a little bit closer without putting us at risk of dying. Yeah. So you fly over to the, the central device and you begin to look around. If you want to go ahead and make me a sense check. I would love to. With my, they would say third eye, but this is my ninth eye. Blackjack. Lucky. Tight. So you begin to have the eye look around and look around the main cylindrical device. As you were looking through it, you see that the cylindrical device was definitely an incinerator and a furnace, and there were different entrances to it on each different level. So you you could continue to load the fire up on the different levels. It seems as though on the bottommost floor, something was put into it, and the entire furnace on the bottom floor exploded with shrapnel breaking down the last two floors. Another thing that you end up finding, you you end up finding a bit of robes that are left over. Like, you see them next to the furnace. Yeah. Like, a very little bit of it. But it's all the way on the bottom floor. Robes, like, that people would wear? Like, people would wear. Like, it burned I would off. like to f- further investigate these robes. Most things are burned, but not these robes. What, what are these robes doing here? What is it? What's the importance of the robes? Why am I focusing so much on the robes? You see a quarter of a symbol that you recognize. It looks like it looks similar to actually, you want to make me an intelligence check? I would love to make two of them because I'm a scholar. Or is it one? No, you can make two. It's memory. doesn't matter. They both passed. Cool. Uh, it definitely looks like that symbol on the doorway that you can't get past. To Oldershod? Yeah. Well, everyone, what I can tell here is it appears that there's some kind of furnace or incinerator in which they use uh, at the lower floors. Uh, it seems like they put something in that caused it to explode. Also, I see uh, a robe. Uh, it looks like uh, someone from Oldershod. Old Ashad must have been down here. Is there anything else that you want me to check while I've got my eye out? Oh, inside the robe, is there the burned remains of somebody who might have been down here when it exploded, or does it seem, like, fresher than that? Hold on, let me investigate closer. Uh, so the eye kind of moves about, like, a foot closer to this, uh, robe to see if the robe is attached to a body. Um, it was attached to a body. You see the remo- you see the remains of uh, bones in here as well. Well, it appears that if if this thing was once alive, it is not anymore because it's very, very much burnt to a crisp. 
Uh, what does the skeleton look like? What are we talking? How many legs? Uh, there are definitely more than a normal amount of legs. Ah. Uh, potentially ungloth. There's a lot of legs here. Okay, so that person was probably killed in the explosion, then, is what you're saying. I would suspect that anyone on these bottom two floors, if they were here while this happened, they probably are most likely dead, as it it looks like it completely collapsed from all the shrapnel. Okay. Uh, my question was more about um, whether or not that person was present when the fire happened, or if you had just found another robe unrelated to the fire, indicating that someone else might have come later to maybe hide some evidence or something. <clears throat> no, but I, I understand now. Yeah, 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 he says, he says that too, yeah, he goes, I'm just gonna do, like, yeah, 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 so I'm just gonna do, like, a general flyby, and just have the, or, an eye-by, uh, where the eye is gonna fly by, uh, kind of just up, up the floors and do, yeah, I know, Graham, get out of here, uh, just, just checking the rest to see if we, if there's anything on these upper floors that we should check out, or, uh, so, you look uh and you see that there are definitely like remains of some of the plants that weren't completely uh burnt up or like there are husks of them there are dried up like husks and dried up carcasses and there are powders and residues that still exist on them but that's about it okay so he recalls the eye back to his body uh or back to him and he puts it back in the vial puts it back in his bag and he uh sits up well, all I can see up there is more plants. Looks like some of them were preserved, though. All right. Well, that's a good thing if some of them were preserved, because if this is the cure, this is this is huge news, right? I think so. But at the same time, if the cure puts people into a coma, I don't really know if that's uh, much of a cure. Well, um, ha- have you had experience with anybody who suffered from it? Uh, danger, would I? I don't have anything written in my backstory about Thrall. I mean, like, you would have seen people that exhibited symptoms of thrall throughout your lifetime, but no one close to you. Do do a lot of people who get thrall get better just naturally? Or is it like, okay, they all die. It's kind of like a death sentence. Okay. So it's not like, oh, just a common flu thrall. Like, it'll pass. Then they're like, no, you got the fucking leg turns to a club, and then you go ape shit and kill your family. Yeah. Like, we're not talking the common cold or anything like that. It's It's... If it's under thrall, it's something severe. Okay. It's something that can change you. To answer Emmy's question, um, in passing, but up until today, no one that I'm very close to had, had likely died from it. Then, I, uh, you saw into my head, so you should have a good memory, but, um, I, I hope this doesn't come off as pandering, but, what happened to my friend, that could have happened to anybody, and a coma would have been such a better place for him to be, because if it was just me there, I probably would have died. Like, Rhubarb and everyone else on the ship, like, without their actions and without them, you know, putting him down, it, it, I, I, I would have died too. So, uh, yes, a coma would definitely be better than a murderous, big f- flame creature that would just kill everyone around it. And, uh, like, Emmy, Emmy, Emmy's getting a, you know, a bit. He's like, getting hot. He's getting hot. Not, not like, not like mad at you, but like, you know. I, yeah, he's getting heated. He's getting a little hot. Yeah. yeah. But a question, did you share that 
memory with me? Because I remember you sharing a different memory of a town burning. I didn't specifically share it with you. Uh, but this it just is... happened when we mind melded. The, uh, that was just so you know. Yeah, the, the one that. That yeah, you, I lived you, all like, your bad memories. <laughs> well, the the specific bad memory that you painted is not this. It's not the same. Um, okay. This is more. This is more of an Emmy, like not totally understanding how much you know and just kind of assuming you did. Uh, Emmy is using his empathy right now to feel your emotions. Empathy, the ability, not the word. And he <laughs> senses pretty... how hot you're getting. He's very hot. Calm yourself, Emmy. It's okay. You're right. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yes, I'm calm now. Thank you for telling me. (laughs) If only the ability I had actually could make you feel calm. (laughs) Instead, I could just tell you're pissed and I don't know what what to do about it. No, I just like to calm down. (laughs) He's like, hey, dude, when my friend died, I was very upset. Hey, what are you calm doing? Yeah, just feel better. Just put him in a chokehold and start going, shh, 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 shh. Calm down. Oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Plus, it occurred to me that if we put these people into a coma, maybe a a better cure may be developed later, and that could give us a bit more time. So, good point. A coma also does not mean that it is uh, it, it it's something that they can recover from. You know, it's something you could uh, eventually come out of. Ah, good point. Maybe we can check more of these files to see if any of these people ever left the coma. I just assumed they all got stuck forever. Any of those bushels that survived, it just might be a good thing, is all I'm trying to say. Uh, can, can we get up the stairs? Is that, like, f- part of the fucked zone, or? Oh, no, upstairs is totally fine. Oh. You guys can get downstairs, too. It just, it requires effort. Like, Zulroth could easily get down there with, you know, climbing on the walls. Emmy could get down there by flying. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I could yeah, also yeah. telekinesis rhubarb down, because he's so light. Yeah. Okay, um... To I guess to our friends who are helping us investigate, uh, is is there anything that they specifically want to investigate? Like I know what Emmy wants to look at, but I will like if it's you know I'll put them on the path so that way they don't have to wait for us to get them. There. They've been investigating along with you guys this entire time. Like you see, Lazarus has taken out his kit covered in runes, and he like pulls out a brush, and he's been looking at different things. He's been trying to brush some of the soot off, see if he can get underneath stuff. He's just not really finding much under the damage of the fire. Gentlemen, it seems as though not just the flowers, but also some sort of mushroom is in play here as far as the plants and stuff they're putting into these drugs. And he he throws a vial over to you guys. Some of the Dust and, and soot and revealed kind of a, a, a sticky bit. Uh, as you can see, there's remains of mushrooms, some of the spores, and some of the powder in these uh, vials. Is this the same powder that we saw uh, when we were in the woods? And then again, when we first got here, when we saw that they were like pollinating all over the town? It does look a bit similar. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Emmy has no knowledge of that stuff, so he's not going to take the vial at all, <laughs> you know? Is this something Zul would be familiar with? I mean, you could make an intelligence check on it. I passed. It definitely seems like it's probably that stuff from, from the swamps. It looks similar. It has, like, a similar shine to it. That's where your first thought goes. Zul trails off in thought because he's tired. What were you thinking? Did you want to go up or keep using your eye to keep us out of danger? Uh, I didn't really see anything else 
up or down. I think we're going to have to investigate closer. So maybe start with where it's safest and then try down yeah. after. I mean, down is also where it originated from. So that's what we were originally looking for. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit itchy to get down there, but if you think that it's too dangerous, we can wait. No, no, no. It's not not for you or me. I'm sure we'd be fine. It's the other ones that I would worry about. Hey, let's leave these guys up here. I'll I'll walk down on the walls, and you can fly. And let's get a closer look. If you want, we can go check up uh, upstairs while you check down the stairs. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, rhubarb, you go with them, and uh, we'll take we'll take the downstairs area. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Uh, unless you want to come, I can telekinesis you down. I well, I just know how much you hate that stuff. I'm a cat. I'll land on my feet. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll go. We'll go investigate yeah, the bottom. Yeah, let's go down. Then. <laughs> okay. Cool. You guys head on down, doing your thing, doing your spider and and bird stuff. You guys make it down to the bottom of the floor. Uh, you begin to look more in depth. Both of you, please make me sense checks. Oh, Pass. God. I what? I, I think I think I failed by one. Just double checking. Uh, sucks. Failed by one, of course. So, Zulroth, you don't find evidence of what was put in here. But again, something flammable and explosive was put into the furnace that caused it to explode. Looking at the furnace closer, it definitely seems as though it caused a lot of shrapnel, and it hit around it. It hit those weird, like, pizza slice-shaped little contraptions, and it looks as though there were plants inside of them, so it caused this room to catch fire much quicker as a result. All right, so something that just occurred to me. This might sound like a conspiracy, but stick with me here, because this is all just us us guessing, right? What if one of these old Ashadian people broke into this building and did this deliberately to try to explode this thing because they don't want it here? I can't think of much of a reason as to why all of these people from old Ashad would voluntarily give themselves thrall, other than maybe they were being paid for it. So what if this was some kind of attack to get rid of it deliberately? Conspiracy, I know. Just what do you think? Um, I mean, it, the implications would be a lot bigger than that because, I mean, no offense, I'm not from here, so I don't think of the thrall on such a small scale. It almost sounds like someone who might not even want the thrall to even be investigated deeply. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, someone who might want, you know, a continued, uh, well, t terrible disease puts it mildly, but, uh, that's to continue. So you're saying someone that wants the thrall to... Well, it could be. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that from my perspective, I never even would have considered what you said. But to me, it reads like someone who wants it to keep going. Didn't you say, well, hold on, let me think if if I'm metagaming or if Zulrath knows this. You could, uh, what, what you got? Well, okay, I'm just going to vocalize the thoughts that I have. So, like, uh, you guys were, there was like a hunter in your backstory or something where the hunter was trying to, like, accelerate people's thrall and yeah um you were probably there for that because I, I actually i remember i talked to at least one or two npcs about such a thing yeah one of them i don't think you were there for but i think a second one you were if we're going to go down this rabbit hole and think who would want the thrall to get worse maybe the hunters have something to do with it 
Do we do we see any robes that are not Uldashad? <laughs> any uh whatever color robes that that would be? No, you don't see anything else. Uh too far fetched of a conspiracy theory, I think. Still, I do suspect that maybe that's part of the reason why Uldashad is so closed off right now in that they want nothing to do with this. May Oh, you mean like they don't even want to be implicated? Well, I think that they just don't want their people being infected with thrall deliberately. While there are a lot of ingredients around here that they must use for this medicine, the, the people that they're trying it out on seem to be people from Old Ashad. Hmm. But if they were doing it willingly, like, okay, uh, can we talk about your grandfather or is that too sore of a subject? I understand if it is. I mean, we can talk about him. So you knew him. I haven't seen him since I was very young, but I remember him fondly. Would he have, um, you know, done this, like, only at gunpoint, or at, or at sword point, knife point, at, you know, <laughs> the point of a weapon? I always remember Grandpa Zod being very confident, so I, I don't know. If only we could get into Old Ashad, we could ask them these questions and try to figure out what's going on. Hmm. Okay. Kind of weird is all. It's If your grandfather's the kind of guy who would do this, I mean, there's something selfless about taking on such a disease, so... Maybe these were just good people. So you would think that this may have been an accident, then? Well, it not that it's an accident, but like... I mean the furnace exploding. Well, th- maybe, but I meant more how you were saying that you were noting that it was all old Ashadians who were being... Uh, and I do the little hand signal of like... Well, death. I don't know that for sure. It's just a suspicion at this point. Fair maybe enough. I'm just a bit angry because of what happened to my grandpa Zog. It's hard to read that in your voice. Yes, my mind voice, I've told you, it's very consistent. But you don't like my other voice, so... No, I I encouraged you to use your other voice. Now we're alone. So it's just me and you. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I... I, I'm not feeling that... (laughs) I don't want... I don't want to do it. (laughs) You're gonna get angry? You're gonna do the angry version? No! So good though. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of great. I don't know why you're not doing that right now. <laughs> Does this cover the? It was two floors on the bottom and three up, right? Yeah, you guys, you guys basically get the get the floors. Just to make quick work out of everything here for you, just to keep it easy for you, Devin. When you go upstairs, you and your NPCs find more residue from the plants that you find before you find enough petals to recreate a full flower from the Uvon tree. You're making a Frankenflower? Frankenflower. Yes. <laughs> cool. Oh, I thought, I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna do more of that. No no that <laughs> there wasn't much upstairs. I collect the flower. <laughs> yeah, and your companions collect more of that like dust yeah. and residue. You guys go ahead and meet back up with your companions and I'm gonna leave it there for this week. Well, if you're still listening at this point, I just want to say thank you for listening this week. Thanks for checking out uh, what we do here on the Warplords podcast. And if you like what you heard, please spread the word. Come check us back next Wednesday. Come come check back in for more exciting action. Find out what's going to happen. Anyway, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> Later, Internet. <laughs> <laughs>